0: Well, now it's time for our daily Bloomberg Law Brief, exploring legal issues in the news. It's brought to you by American Arbitration Association. Business disputes are inevitable. Resolve faster with the American Arbitration Association, the global leader in alternative dispute resolution for over 90 years. More at ADR.org. Today, Bloomberg Law Host Jim Grasso and Greg Store discuss Tuesday's ruling in a Supreme Court case involving patents for printer cartridges. They speak with Robin Feldman, director of the Institute for Innovation Law, at UC Hastings, and Gregory Dolan, co-director of the Center for Medicine and Law at the University of Baltimore.
1: Greg, before we get into all the important legal questions in this case, can you just explain to us who was involved in, in the case and what the dispute between the two companies was?
2: Sure. Um, the case involved two companies, both involved in making printer cartridges. The plaintiff, Lexmark, they make printer cartridges that many people use in their printers to um, print documents. And um, as many people know, these cartridges have ink or other materials that, you know, eventually... Cartridges run out, and they can be. You can either replace the whole cartridge, or you can refill the old one and um, you know reuse it. And the issue in this case was whether or not these cartridges could be refilled. Lexmark had two ways of selling their initial cartridges. They either sold it to their customers at full price, thus, and then customers could do with them what they wanted. They could throw them out, they could refill whatever, or they sold them at a significant discount, at about twenty percent discount, on a condition that they will not be refilled, and then instead the cartridges, spent cartridges will be sent back to Lexmark. Impression products, the defendant in this case, took these old cartridges, both the ones that were sold in the United States and the ones that were sold abroad, whether or not they were under the first or second program, and refilled them and then sold them obviously for cheaper than the original manufacturer. And that was the dispute, whether or not doing so violates Lexmark's patent.
1: And Robin, how did the Supreme Court come to its decision? Today is a big win for free enterprise, which is reflected in the language throughout the Supreme Court. Under patent exhaustion, when a product is sold, the patent right ends. In other words, if I buy a hammer, I should be able to hit any nail I want or resell it to anyone I want. Anything else creates bottlenecks in the flow of commerce and it gums up the system. The Supreme Court decision spoke in terms of an auto repair shop in a way that should make sense to all consumers. If a car owner drives into the shop, the repair should be able to fix the car and not have to worry about invisible restrictions that might exist on each tiny component of the car. The Supreme Court said patent system doesn't work that way. When you sell an item, that's the end of the patent rights.
0: That's Robin Fellman, director of the Institute for Innovation Law at UC Hastings, and Gregory Dolan, co-director of the Center for Medicine and Law at the University of Baltimore, speaking with Bloomberg Law host Tim Grasso and Greg Storr. You can listen to Bloomberg Law Weekdays at 1 p.m. Wall Street time here on Bloomberg Radio. Now, among the top legal stories from Bloomberg Law, Deutsche Bank will pay $41 million to settle a Federal Reserve money laundering investigation. The Fed claimed the bank's U.S. operations failed to maintain adequate protections against money laundering. Regulators say the case involved billions of dollars in potentially suspicious transactions. And that's this morning's Bloomberg Law Brief. You can find more legal news at BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com. Attorneys will find exceptional legal research and business development tools there as well. Visit BloombergLaw.com and BloombergBNA.com for more information.